I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. Okay, I'll start. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Our podcast name is Source to Screen, and I remember that because I'm one of the hosts. Did you forget for a second? No. We're very tired. We always record episodes <laughs> at like three in the morning. <laughs> and my co-host is none other than Gamer Complainer herself. How are you doing today? T- tomorrow. How are you doing today? Tomorrow. Well, today. It's, it's tomorrow's today. Yesterday. Every day is all of those things. What do we? What did we watch? What did we read? <laughs> we we did the Sin City, the the first, infamous Sin City, Sin yeah. City One. Sin City One, the movie directed by Robert Robert Rodriguez, Rodriguez and, and I think some of Frank Miller. A little bit, He's little co-directing, kind of a, yeah, writing, a little bit of that, and uh, the comic is. You guessed it, Sin City, same thing. Mm-hmm. And wrote and or wrote, written and artwork by Frank Miller himself. You can say wrote, wrote and by, wrote and by. Um, yeah, so we're gonna get into it. So we did the opposite, surprisingly. Uh, we watched the movie first, then read the comics. We don't we usually do that. Yeah, because this movie came out in like two thousand five. I think I was maybe what like like 13 14 when it no, came out watch that movie yeah that means i'm like i think my mom nine. came in and saw me watching it she's like what the hell is this with a, the most british accent what the hell is this that means i was nine yeah i was definitely not gonna watch she this def- she definitely wouldn't buy it for me like yeah. as the comic thank you stars <laughs> <laughs> okay that's so- how i saw kill bill too really all those movie channels yeah oh I had my on TV. god that's so right uh yeah I saw Gladiator at like five. Mm. That's not on like a comic. HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is not a movie uh, you should show your kids. This is not a comic book movie in the well, I guess it is in the traditional sense, but in the new graphic novel sense. sense, it's more of a graphic novel than it is an actual comic. We know what's funny is that mismarketing happened with Watchmen, where they made the trailer and the trailer was really epic, and parents thought, "Oh, it's a comic book movie. I could take my kids." Definitely and not. Yeah, even when I saw it, this dude brought in like his twelve-year-old, and they had to leave because of the rape scene in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good place to not to stop. Was it? it was rated R, right? Oh, absolutely. But parents don't fucking pay attention. They're idiots. I know. And they're like, I wish there was some system to monitor these movies. <laughs> you mean the rating system that says not suitable for kids under 17? That's not even suitable for me. That movie's bad. <laughs> that movie this movie's bad. bad, too. Uh, that's a episode we'll be doing shortly along with Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen. But... Oh, my God. That'll be a fun one. That's on the fun. level of Suicide Squad. The movie that made Sean Connery, one of the greatest actors to grace Hollywood quit he has legit never acted since that film not a lot of actors quit quit a lot of actors quit i'm done for real i'm fucking for real bullshit fuck daniel craig (laughs) Uh, all right so our thing is a little bit reversed since we've seen the movie before the comics we're actually doing our expectations for the comics instead of the film 
Uh, so what were some things you expected the comic to be like, having seen the movie already? Oh, we talked about this. It's We both had the same one as we thought that the story would be more expansive. Yeah. And we'll talk about that later in the movie section. Um, I was just hoping that Frank Miller might have written a little bit more or there might have been more to the character stories or the characters themselves or maybe side stories that we don't get to see. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the art style is very similar, but not. Everyone mm-hmm. looks very dirty and gritty and ugly in the comics. Whereas in this, it's a little more filmic, a little more cinematic. People are a little more glamorized and look, you know, like Jessica Alba a little yeah, bit better. Yeah. At least the women look a lot better. Well, the women don't look too bad. Well, in I the feel comic like, book. yeah, they do. They look like dirty hookers. Well, yeah, there's <laughs> a big part of that. But, um, yeah, that was my big complaint. Uh, I'm same with you. I uh, I was hoping to see some expanded backstory, some alternate, you know, ending kind of things. But well, for the most part, it was the same. But the uh, creativity in the movie, I think, is really beautiful for the most part. Oh, absolutely. Because, yeah, it, even though the CGI is not great, it all just really works. It's like a moving comic book without having to be a motion comic book, which I don't love, but I have looked at mm-hmm. that being said i did not like how everyone was super ugly the art looked k- kind of basic mm-hmm. but i don't i don't know like i, I don't think, think frank miller's like a great artist necessarily i know it is, got the job he, done yeah and it, it was kind of stylized because sin city's an ugly place it's like chicago mixed with new york but in nevada yeah, because they say Basin City's very hot and it rarely rains. Yeah. And then Sin City sort of implied Vegas. Mm-hmm, yeah. But like a 1930s Vegas, a noir Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, would make a good game. That would make a good video game. Why didn't uh, no one made a Sin City video game? Las Vegas noir. That would be pretty good. As I was saying, sorry, is if every actor on screen looks like Mickey Rourke, it, I think it'd be hard to, to look at. Yeah, to lose yourself in it. Because you're yeah. like, man, they're all ugly. Because, like, I honestly, if you see Bruce Wells' character or Mickey Rourke's character. Or Goldie. She looks or ugly. all the characters in, in the graphic novel, they actually look very similar structured face square no 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 real defining features they all just look ugly and bold um but that's so i'm really glad that didn't that didn't come over to the movie but that's about it i mean i think what we're gonna talk about near shortly after our break is that this is as close as it gets (laughs) yeah um i and another thing is i expected some of the storylines to sort of end some of them are a little bit open-ended like um uh senator Rourke, nancy yeah, yeah. it's not really wrapped up in the comics it's not mm. which up. by the way this is only sin city one movie There's... sin city two is a whole oh the beast in itself watched it a little bit <laughs> under a very tired eye so i was very confused and the continuity confused me because it's prequel sequel question mark but we'll get to that later uh, do you think it's time for a break? Yeah, I think we could take a little break. All right, take break. Music break. See you in a minute. Break. break.
are. Cool. 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 I'm very happy. I'm a bit so static. To be All right. Back. All right. Cool. Chill out. All right. Calm the fuck down. Okay, I will. God. Review time. It's time to review what we thought of the movie. Likes and dislikes. Why don't you get us started? Uh, all right. Likes is a lot easier than dislikes. What I like is it's awesome. It's an action-packed flick. What else? It's brutal. It doesn't hold any punches. I like a film that doesn't hold any punches. Uh, it's well-made. Uh, even for the time, the creatively effects are stunning, and it totally works. It's a comic book brought to life with good source material. More importantly, I think it's just really creative, and I honestly, you're not. I talked to my professor the other day, and we're not supposed to rank films on fidelity or how original it is to the uh, original source material, but it's it makes me love it even more. It's just so amazing knowing like when people say, "Oh, this won't work on on film," and then they just did it, and it worked. Of course, it worked. Why wouldn't it work? It was good on a book. It's good on a screen. I think your professor is absolutely incorrect, especially because our entire premise of the podcast is how a film ranks up against its source material and works as a film on its Well, own. I argued with her because I'm like, if if she's right, then I, I have no reason to live on a podcast. That's how you have to base off its merits. I mean, that's the whole point. And plus, we rank it as a movie separately Yeah, that's what well. I mean. It's like, does it work as a film on its own? Does its own story work? But does it also have the spirit of the original source material or does it completely follow it like sin city mm-hmm. like i absolutely believe it's like shakespeare people judge interpretations of shakespeare you Basically, wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't just be like well you can't judge it based off of its original screenplay or or play that's a good point that's just silly i think she's just trying to talk shit oh being a little pompous being a typical film teacher hold up if she listens to this i i'm not gonna take a d because you were being a d about her well this is this all in jest oh i i hope she'll get that if she listens yeah i mean Uh, i did mention it in class to get listeners what was it called that humble no what is it called selfless plug-in be humble sit down oh no that's not what i was talking about be humble i know that song sit down it's Kendrick. I knew that. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, your review. What did you like? That was quick. Um, uh, uh, well, the movie is very stylistic, which comic is very stylistic. Um, if you haven't seen the movie, it's mostly in black and white with bits of color. In the comic, there is no color except for the yellow bastard who... I really don't want to talk about because he's a very awful dude. And especially if you haven't seen the movie. Um, he's yellow for a very specific reason. Um, and you know it's crazy. The entire movie is green screen. And Mickey Rourke didn't meet any of the cast members that he had lines with. So he didn't meet Jessica Alba. He didn't meet Elijah Wood. Um, he didn't meet the psychiatrist woman. Mm-hmm. Just due to scheduling, they just green screened they, him in. Not even just that. Some of them weren't even cast yet. Isn't that, that amazing? That is funny as hell. I did not know that last part. Uh, Isn't that all crazy? Of it is done you in would, green screen. You would never know. 
That's awesome. That's that must have taken them a long time to make that movie. See, I love practical effects, but if For you this, use CGI needs, yeah. or you know special effects on a computer generated, all right, that's what CGI computer generated images. Anywho, um, if it adds, make it work, but don't replace stuff. Yeah, that doesn't need to be replaced. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my biggest likes is Mickey Rourke as Marv. <laughs> I think he's he was meant to play Marv. Even Frank Miller's like, dude, this guy is Marv. <laughs> he does a stellar job at that. And I think his storyline is the strongest one. I almost feel like they should have waited like to put that at the end. Because uh-huh. it's the most interesting one. I feel like they should have opened with Dwight's storyline and then gone to Hardigan and connected Hardigan yeah. to Mickey Rourke's. And the hard goodbye seems like something to end on. Yeah, none of the movies chronologically ordered, so it seems interesting. Yeah, we had to like research how the order goes, and it's there's a lot of time that passes, and then some things happen very quickly, like the um, the yellow bastard or that yellow bastard storyline happens within like eight years of. Uh, Nancy being caught as a child and Harding and saving her. And then um, he goes to jail for eight years. And then, uh, spoiler, he, um, Nancy gets captured again at 19. Harding has to save her. And all that sequence happens within like a few hours of time. Yeah. So in addition to like the eight years and then everything in between happens, the hard goodbye and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then him killing that yellow bastard at the end of the film. It's a very short amount of time. Yeah, so there's there's, there's uh, a lot going on and not a lot of ways to explain it. What I think is interesting is this is like a, not a neo-noir, but a noir film with a modernist form of storytelling. So there's time displacements. Time, time <laughs> display. I just got ahead of myself with the fancy talk. Uh Long, <laughs> a very stylistic uh, yeah. noir But even with form. its storytelling, it's stylistic. Even though I'm... I read the graphic novels also out of order. I just read by the storylines that it influenced the movie. But I think they came out in a different order as well. So it's kind of interesting how they grouped them up. And they added a sequence, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so the sequence at the beginning and the end of the film with Josh Hartnett characters, the Hitman character, that was added. And it makes sense to sort of bring everything together. And it's probably one of the best film openings I've seen. Yeah, it's it's, it's a really, really interesting. Good one. It works in the setting. Oh, I think that's what's really interesting is this movie establishes atmosphere with every story. It's a different setting, but at the same time, you know it's in the same place. Mm-hmm. Like you have a different characters, different motives, different situations, but all the shit's going down right in the same place. Even different times, eight years apart to a couple hours. But in Sin City, you'll never know what you find. And it's interesting that all the guys are actually heroes, all the main characters in each storyline. Yeah. Except for Josh Hartnett, obviously. But it, the main characters that we see, they're yeah. all very, like... Tortured heroes. They're, yeah, extremely tortured. Like, especially Mickey Rourke's character where he's like, I could have been insane and killed people, but he's got a soft spot for, like, animals and women. And I like the one part where he he's being interrogated by Wendy, and then he's like, I don't hurt girls. Ten minutes later, just slaps her in the face unconscious. Knocks the fuck out. 
I don't hate girls. In I don't remember the movie, but I do know in the graphic novel, he's like, I hated doing that, but yeah. I had to. Yeah, he said it in the movie. He says, I didn't want to do that, but I didn't want you to watch how he's going to torture this guy. You'd have nightmares. Yeah, I guess. I feel like there's a, there's a bunch of ways to handle that situation. <laughs> also, it's her Marv. decision. Let me kill I mean, how much easier would that be is if every time you disagreed with me, I was just like, bop! If, if I could bop you. <laughs> I just you. wake up. <sighs> Not again. <laughs> Not again. God damn it. I don't think I could bop you that hard. Pretty sure you just Maybe. bop me. And then I'd wake up and be like, damn it! I, I like how you say bop. Bop. I can bop you that hard. I'm pretty sure this sound was... Bop it! Was it slap? Is it... Sp- it was smirk. Smirk. It, it's the onomatopoeia. This when it spelled it, it was something else. Well, Mickey Work is great. I like Benicio del Toro as well. I just yeah. like how he just goes really crazy with his character after like, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, just with his voice, and he's just really Got nuts. You smoking. And even when like they chop his head off, he's still like fucking talking, and I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's there's a lot of humor in this too as well. That's what's really good about the movie. Yeah, that's and the a good comics. Point. And it's you, very tongue in cheek type of humor. It doesn't take itself too seriously, especially with that storyline. No, definitely not. And it's kind of cool how we get to see all these a these really big a list celebrities going into a comic book movie before comic book movies were easy cash grabs. Well, I think what's interesting also is. They're A-list celebrities now, but I feel like they weren't as known when Sin City came out. And I feel like that might have boosted a few people. Jessica Alba? Mickey Rourke? No, Mickey Rourke was really bad. Sin City is what brought his career back. Because he was he was like doing an RDJ, did a bunch of drugs. He had made movies for years, like since the 90s, 80s, 90s. Same with like Clive Owen. He didn't really do much before. He did that, and then he did Children of Men, and that came out later in the year. Uh-huh. And then that boosted his career. Benicio del Toro, he's pretty well known, but for the most part, most of those actors like in the nineties were B list to say? I wouldn't say B list, just not like on the uh-huh. radar. Okay. And then after Mickey Rourke was in Sin City, they're like, Holy shit. <laughs> I forgot this dude connect. Yeah, Mickey Rourke. That's that's where you find your best comic book actors. Rehab. Rehab. <laughs> Uh, it's awful to say, but well, they really Rourke, tortured RDJ, people. Yeah, and they really can bring that to the screen. That's really awesome. Who else was good? Bruce Willis was. Bruce He's really Willis. good as Hardy. He's good. He's a good pick. I just like to think that this is still John McClane from Die Hard. This is just like the end. This He's is retiring. Die Hard Six. He's trying to retire, and then this shit happens. He's like, that's great. <laughs> Die Hard Six. So casting, um, for the most part. Everyone fit pretty well, and we'll get to yours. I just got to finish my likes. Well, that's funny because you just pulled. I'm pulling a Leslie in a minute. Mm-hmm. Get ready. I, I don't have a problem with who, who you're going to talk about. I don't have a problem with them. Um, get ready. Art style obviously is very good. It's a slightly different. Like I said before, there's more color in it, which was unnecessary. But <laughs> overall, they really got the the lighting of the movie like perfect. A very noir, um, high key. Um, harsh shadows, big bright lights, or like I like shots where they have um, the light on their eyes. Are some of my favorite noir type of shots. Mm-hmm. They just have the light across their face like that. Yeah, there's something called for that, but I forgot. <laughs> After I was doing You're so right? good with the film terms, 
there's something called for that, but I forgot. So moving on. <laughs> Pacing was great. I ne- I was never bored yeah. in the movie. Definitely not. I agree. It's paced really well. They picked the right storylines, I think, for the first movie. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's why the second movie suffered, because I feel like they picked the best ones We're not going to talk about the second one. movie, but I agree. But just a mention to that, because these are the best storylines in, in the Sin City movie. And they're the most realistic. Like, they're, I mean, to a degree within that universe, because it gets pretty mm-hmm. fucking crazy in the other comics and the other movies with like people getting killed and people killing each other and whatnot. yeah we've read a couple of the other ones and we will probably do an episode on that at some point but this one definitely seems more concise focused and i would say it just it's matured you know it has a mature taste and pace yeah. of what's going on that one goes a to d to g to e to f it doesn't have a clear course pacing is off like it, it doesn't feel good or make sense yeah it doesn't and there's added storylines as well. Yeah, so it's um, not all original. So, actually, the comics is great. We'll talk about that a little bit later in comparison. Um, and it's just a fun movie. Like, if you if if you don't like violence and naked women, don't watch this movie. It's not for you. I don't know which one it has more, naked women or violence. I think they're on par with each other. Okay, yeah. I so think just... maybe slightly more violence. Really? Maybe. Like, this, this movie is not for your mom at all don't watch this with your mom my mom mom loves this movie the opening like main storyline is about a child rapist like she's she's not gonna get it i guess my mom did i guess my mom was about (laughs) it your mom's weird love you mom um so yeah it's just like in a weird way it's a fun movie it's 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 universe is very um cynically fun yeah it's a very engrossing universe and I like being in it, as shitty as it is. I, I like enjoy. being in it from a spectator's yeah, exactly. point of view. I'm like, oh man, I definitely wouldn't live in Sin City. I'd be fucked. I would not live three states near Sin City. I would like a side storyline of just an average person in Sin City. They're like, just oh, there's car a car broke down in Sin City. Just shit, like, shit. There goes a, a a head with a gun inside of it. Great. <laughs> There's a prostitute's leg on that lamppost. That's that's pretty neat, I guess. All right. So dislikes. You want to go first? I want to go a lot first because but there's not a lot of dislikes we have. Clive Owen. God, I hate <laughs> Clive Owen. I love him in Children of Men, and those are only two movies I've seen him in. I feel like I've seen him in something else, but I might be wrong about that. Long story short, God, his acting was. Uh, you, just, you didn't like what he went for oh uh, no i like i liked in the beginning i'm like oh he has a soft spot for women he's like I, uh, i'm shelly's new boyfriend i'm out of my mind and i'll fuck you up but then later he's like get me a hard top and his voice his voice is just uh it's like rubbing nails on a chalkboard covered in vaseline god damn <laughs> <laughs> a bit much I'm choking on my hatred. <laughs> Fuck you, Clive Owen. You had some <laughs> stereotypical acting. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> the more you talk, the more you talk. <laughs> What's happening? Chill out, man. It's a lot of hatred. Get it, let it how all you, out. How do you not let cough all out. when you let all that hate out? Are you just like such a professional? This is my first time and I'm dying. <laughs> oh, I'm used to it. I've coughed all the hate I could out. This is just me now. 
Uh, yeah, his character direction was weird. I, I I would say he's my least favorite character in Sin City because he's a super good guy, but you don't know that he won't know what he does. He's a photographer, but they don't really explain that. And he kind of just does well, not odd in the jobs. Movies. Yeah, in the movie he does. Well, they do in the next one, but not in this one really. It's just odd job. Don't like his style. His voice is weird. He makes that with Rosario Dawson. You, you jelly? I'm. That's just a personal vendetta. Yeah, I just fuck 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 you, Clive Owen. <laughs> that's like the only celebrity I'll hate for not a good reason. I don't mind him in the movie. He sucks. I thought it was okay. Very downplayed he's very chill he's not downplayed he's over the top how's he over the top he's like oh i'm out of my mind but when you're so downplayed you're overplayed no one's that chill in that many situations it's like god damn it mijo get that gun out of my face girl that is funny and then he hits her in the then face. he hits her a lot of women slapping i think the only person not to slap a woman was bruce willis yeah he gets slapped around a lot. He gets slapped around. He gets a fucked lot. around a lot. Maybe he's the bitch in the situation. The situation is reversed. Yes. And that's what we like. This movie um, has diverse gender roles. Well, <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, not at all. The the gender roles are very set uh, in yes. their ways. <laughs> uh, oh. I don't know why Clark Duncan's eye was yellow. Oh, yeah, I wrote that. Things that were unnecessarily in color. Yeah, it's not in yellow in the graphic novel. No, most of the color in the graphic novel is black and white. Even police sirens are not in color, which I don't mind more color because it worked well. It just but is random. Like, why is his eye yellow? Is it made of gold? Why Clive Owen's shoes? Symbolic? Oh, red. my God. Fuck Clive Owen's shoes. Fuck your shoes. Fuck your hair. Fake your face. <clears throat> I'm getting used to this hate thing. Yeah, it's fun. Tastes good. It's it rests in the back of your throat. Just that, like a fine wine. It's gross, man. Um, yep, unnecessary color. What else was in color? I think you should take a shot for every time something's in color in Sin City. You take like five shots? No, it'd be more than five. Uh, I got Blondie's hair. Goldie, yeah, Blondie. Whatever, Blondie. No, in the, in the first, in the customer's always right, in the first scene. Oh, yeah. Her, her eyes dress. are green, yeah, her, yeah. her dress, um, her lipstick. You'd be pretty drunk by the end of the movie. Yeah. Plus black and white colors, so you get drunk. No, it doesn't count. I mean, I also have a, an actor I didn't really jive with that was michael madsen as uh i think what's his name mort hardigan's yeah. partner and he would just like he just did too much of the yeah she like 1930s cheesy dialogue like i feel like the other actors made it modernized like for acting like the lines are very um uh what's what's the word i'm looking for how can i describe it uh They're- realistic down to earth well, the lines in the comic book are very um, noirish, but they, like you said, they feel realistic, and I feel like Marv definitely portrays it realistically to a point. Whereas, like Michael Madsen, or if you think Clive Owen, Fuck they're Clive just Owen. like doing it way too much, over the top. He's like, "You got a bum ticker," and I'm like, uh, "Hold you on, you got to retire, Bob. You know you ain't gonna make it." 
we'll just wait for backup. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. Really cheesy. I agree. Oh, that was one thing that was different between the graphic novel and the movie. So I'm a revolver snob, which means only shoot as many bullets as you can have in a in gun. In a gun, yeah. So we counted. He has seven bullets in his revolver. Most bullets only color. Have, eight. Have. No, he shot eight. You're right. He shot eight. He shot eight bullets in the movie. And he didn't reload, so he has a very big revolver, which is, he has a thirty-two revolver, so, no, he, he, he shot two bullets he didn't have, and there's no one-in-the-chamber logic. In the comics, he shot four times, which makes sense, because you could maybe survive four bullets, but eight bullets, you're definitely dead in three minutes from blood loss alone. Well, he even says that in the comics. He's like, uh, I was about to die like 10 minutes ago of a heart attack. How the fuck am I still alive right now? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I did read that. That was good. <laughs> He's like, I really just want to die, please. And then they, they fix his heart condition so he won't die. That's and like the still, dickest move yeah. you could do. And then later it comes back anyway when he saves Nancy the second time. He's like, are you serious? It's not the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you want to go into the slight differences? I think that was a good good segue into yeah, the comics. Yeah, do you want to take a quick break? Do I want to do that? Yeah, let's take a quick, quick break. Quick break. To talk about the comic comparison and does it work as a film. On its own. That's all. All right, we'll be right back. Fuck Clive, everyone. really good movie called bent uh it's it's about gay people during the nazi germany era two gay men in a auschwitz it's actually very were they jewish yes they were oh that's a double fucker (laughs) that's that's a double down they're very jewish and they met met each other yeah they met each other in auschwitz and they have to work with each other oh that's it's a really good movie i'll I'll check it out Uh, that clive owen's fine yeah it's an old 90s movie um so what were some differences that you did notice if any because honestly just the color <laughs> i have two also there's some added storyline the customers always write the sequence at the beginning of the film the end of the film with the hitman is not in the original yeah. comics which he's a, one of the better parts uh, not better yeah, parts that, but he definitely parts, wraps it, it up. works yeah i i really enjoyed that part of the he's film like the frosting Sorry. The frosting. Uh, the frosting. The double frosting. The double frosting. He's like the brownie Oreo uh, cookie ice cream sandwich that we had at uh, Haagen-Dazs. Oh, no. I was like, where are you going with this? They make a new Oreo flavor. But I like, there's a one scene that 
honestly bugs me that they didn't include in the movie because it totally could have fit in. Right. When Marv is escaping the cops after Goldie has been killed, he, like, escapes and goes back to Katie's bar. Well, before that, there's a part where he goes back to his childhood home. And he's going through all his old stuff. And his mom comes in and goes like, the police, we're looking for you. And he's like, "Uh, don't worry about it, mom. You're all good. Like, he's still a mama's boy. Even though he's one of the most convicted killers and murderers and crazy people. I agree. I believe that's in the extended cut. There is an extended cut to the film. Shit. Well, if we do the next one, we'll cover that. Um, I don't think it's in the original cut. I could be wrong, but I do remember in the extended cut they added like any bits that they kept out, which is like it's actually amazing. This is probably one of the most faithful comic adaptions mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Yeah, definitely. Like, like you, that's like one page that's different. Everything else is literally page for all the lines scene. are basically the same. <coughs> All the lines are basically the same. Um, what else? The storylines are all the same. Edit that last part out, please. For the love of God. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I messed up the mic. No. Okay. It's, it's okay. What else was different? There is... Some of the lines are different, I, but not by a lot they more just cut a few lines out to like get to the point which actually i'm fine with like there's a huge speech with fucking senator Roy. no that's in there the I, entire thing isn't in there maybe is not it? the entire thing but i know bit. part of it is but he goes on for like like five pages and then bruce willis's character hardigan's like can can you not can i just get this over with please um there's a website uh called fandom and if you go type in sin city it has all the differences from comics to films most of it are lighting like the hotel the heart bed was black and white and in the movie it's red i think that's fine yeah but like that's as close as it gets yeah, to being it's different nothing, <laughs> like nothing substantial <laughs> story-wise by any means thank you uh, Mars face is covered with blood. It's black and white, but in Old Town, it's red. That's yeah, a just shit that is not. Oh, in the comics, Gail's wearing a mask when Wendy interrogated Marv. Oh, I do remember that. And in the movie, she's not. Well, you're not gonna put a mask on Rosaria Dawson. Yeah, she just seems silly. Oh, but they they do in the sequel actually. <laughs> Why? <laughs> The color of the blood is... It's mostly just the blood color. Oh, something about boobs. The, uh, <laughs> Shelly's wearing Dwight's fire and revealing her breast in the film. Whereas a black bra covering her breast. Oh, so boobs are no boobs. So we were oh, robbed I think of dudes some are boobs about in the movie. Boobs. We were supposed to see more boobs. Brittany Murphy's got more class than that. Well, had more class. Rest in peace. Most of it's just black and white stuff. Oh, one thing I also didn't like. I don't I don't I don't get why Miho's Shuriken Ninja Star was a swastika. That's weird. Yeah. Honestly, there's literally zero almost zero difference from the comics to the movie. Ooh. So you really don't even have to read the comics if there you're is honest. one big one. What? 
So Becky, the girl prostitute, whose character also I didn't enjoy, uh, she is killed in the alley, if you remember, in the comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, which that comic is, which one is it? The the one with Dwight and the, is it the big, it's a big fat kill. So in the big fat kill, she's actually killed in the alleyway as opposed to the movie where she's killed by the assassin at the end by the credits. Yeah. Slight difference. I, li- I prefer the movie. Yeah, it wraps it up better. I feel like they wouldn't have even bothered bothered with her. Not bothered. Yeah, most Miho killed people slightly. No, they killed them the same. So this website might be wrong. Hmm. Nancy is topless, no nudity. Well, all right, all right, all right, all right. We, I'm just, I want to make sure they get, know all the differences. We get the differences. There's no differences and I have to have a podcast, okay? I'm under a lot of stress here. There's no, there's no differences. You're not under any stress. I'm under so much stress. You're just sleepy. I'm under so much stress. Fuck John Oliver. I mean, what's his name? Clive Owen. <laughs> Clive Owen. Why'd I say John Oliver? It, he's a talk show host. He's, he's fine. He's British, yeah. I guess. Are they both British? Yeah. Clive Owen's British? Yeah, 100%. Fuck the Brit. <laughs> Man, why are you hating on British people? Uh, I'm not. You're British. Yeah. I'm Got the, the English flag in here. Um, Respect John the flag. All right, all right, all right. There's as literally a, nothing. As a film... I think this film is amazing. Yeah. Um, in in whole, I think it's a film that holds up. And I kind of got a little more upset when I saw the comic. I'm like, oh, I was hoping there was something more grand. I think if I had read the comic first, I would have been super happy about super this stoked. movie. Being like, you nailed it. The mom Marv thing would have been nice. But other than that, I think they did an amazing job. And there's nothing that they changed. I was like, why did you do that? Or there was nothing that needed to be changed. It was just good. Yeah, and it's crazy how they fit all those storylines mm-hmm. into one oh. like two-hour movie. So let's get, let's do that right before we, we're about to head off. The storylines involved all written and drawn by Frank Miller were Yellow Bastard, which is the Bruce Willis story. Uh, customer is always right, which, which is, is not in the comics. In the it's comics. newly written. Big fat kill, which is with the lovely motherfucker Clive Owen. <laughs> Clive Owen, and then there's the the hard goodbye. Hard, I put it. I wrote hard goodbye, but it looks like the hand gookie, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I don't know, the hand gookie, the with, hand gookie with Mickey Rourke, <laughs> written by Tiki Pork. Uh, man. <laughs> Guest starring with Clive Owen. Yeah. So Frank Miller is actually a really important uh, writer and artist to remember because he did 300 and also he did a couple of Daredevil comics. The Man he with does no a fear. lot of Batman, a lot of DC stuff now, which isn't very good. <laughs> no, nah, he's a, getting a little old. He's, his new stuff is not great. He's definitely, he changed comics in the 80s and 90s for sure. He's definitely a pioneer of the graphic novel in a way. Yeah. But now... Not so great. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's in a contract or something where he's got to write 100 Batman comics, but he's just messing that shit up. Oh, it's fine. Batman's had enough good comics. No. <laughs> we can continue. Grant Morrison's great. Yeah. He's my favorite. Mm-hmm. So as a film, does a... Great film. Probably like 9 out of 10. Uh, I say 9 out of 10. It, if it's just Marv's storyline, absolute 10 out of 10. Yeah, I, I enjoy really it like a lot. I as much, but... It's still an amazing, amazing movie. 
And the I'd really like how they organized the movie as well. They didn't just do all at once, like yeah. eight years later with Nancy and Hardigan, like right after they waited till the end of the film. Yeah. To put it in there. Uh, and as an adaptation, it it does everything you want. Well, there's nothing you can't. If you like the comic, you're gonna or graphic novel, you're gonna like the movie. If you like the movie, you're gonna like the graphic novel. Yeah. Um, I don't like the art of the graphic novel. So, if you know you're not crazy about graphic novels, that's fine. Just watch the movie. You're good off. You're. I like the art. I don't mind it. It's just mediocre to me. It's not mediocre. It's just the style. It's like saying. Oh, fucking Picasso. Mediocre. I don't like Picasso. Doesn't mean he's mediocre. It just means you don't like his style. He's just a cubist. I like cubes. He doesn't do just cubes. He, he has just like, does cubes. He does like triangles and shit, too. I like uh, triangles. I didn't, I didn't know he did triangles. Fucking Da Vinci. Ugh, so basic. Whatever. What a basic all right, bitch. All right, all right. <laughs> so that's it. If you want to contact us, we have an Instagram, Twitter, source to screen, a super long email that is source to screen podcast at gmail.com. And if you send us emails or tweets, do you want shout outs or you want us to mention anything on the show, just feel free. We like, we, no, we'd love feedback. We've had a couple comments, a couple feedback, and yeah. it's really helped us improve our show. Comments in the SoundCloud are also extremely appreciated. Yep. So, and also if we fuck up, I'm going to say this every time. If we fuck anything up, just let us know and we'll retract our, our poor research. We'll, um, we'll have an research. episode for retractions. <laughs> I, uh, someone wrote me something because I quoted the wrong comic, but I don't have any of that information on me. So until then. Until the next one. Until the next one. We got you. Later, players. Later, players. Fuck Clay Owen! Wilson. Owen Wilson. Hey, Fuck him, too. <laughs> all the Owens. Right. And apparently John Oliver. Fuck them all. Later, players. Later, players. I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. I don't care where they are.